Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonia McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. I want to speak to you today about having the right to remain silent. Now, I don't mean, you know, like the police and you're under arrest and you're at the jailhouse and you're snitching and you could have just kept your mouth shut and asked for a lawyer. I'm talking about in adversities or even in friendships where you have no ability to make a difference in the thoughts of somebody else's life. Now, I'm going to give you some examples. Um, of course, in adversity, you're somewhere and somebody's talking crazy to you. You don't want to meet their negativity, right? You want to just smile and keep it moving. Long as they're not putting their hands on you, as long as they're not crowding your space, you can always keep it moving. When you allow somebody to bring you down, and, and I say this because I've been allowing people to do this a lot. Well, no, I've pretty much have been the type you could talk all you want. Just don't touch me. You can talk, 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 talk. And it generally doesn't bother me. It might get under my skin a little bit, but not enough for me to react to you. And I am a minimus person when I get upset. I don't raise my voice. The loudest I get is probably the as loud as I've been on this podcast. But I don't raise my voice. I don't yell and I don't argue. I just get quiet and I let you say whatever you want to say. And then I keep it moving. But some people don't have that ability. They get upset and somebody starts talking crazy to them. Now they want to whip them, you know, and now they just want to get loud with them and start arguing and yelling and cursing. And, and now it's a back and forth thing. Nobody's winning because you can't really hear each other because you're both yelling to see who could be the loudest and who could say the most hurtful things. Right. So I keep my mouth shut and I let a talker talk. And that's that. So sometimes in faces of adversity, you have the right to remain silent, even in your job. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. Maybe someone is just talking about you at work, trying to make you look less than you are because they're jealous of your position. Or they want to, like I've been in this position, somebody really wanted a, a position that opened and they were afraid I would get it. So they went out of their way to make me look bad, make me sound bad, even had people going with them on their behalf to HR or my boss to tell them negative things about me in hopes to solidify her space with that position. And it backfired because she got sick and she had to be removed from the office. Of course, she was in the hospital. And while she was gone, her own people went to HR and started telling all the stuff she was doing. And that's nothing but karma because I had nothing to do with it. It was just God being God. And I sat back and said nothing and did nothing. And then she got fired and I got the position I would have gotten anyway. So sometimes just being silent, God does all the work for you. He does all the work. It's sit back and relax. Be calm, cool, and collective. Don't match that energy. I've got your back. The main thing that made me think about this today was a telephone phone call I received, a telephone phone call. Yeah. So um, 
I had to pray before I answered the phone because have you ever spoken to somebody and spoken to somebody? I'm saying all kinds of gems for y'all today, but have you ever been speaking with someone and um, you really don't get to say anything? They monopolize all the time. It's everything about them, 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 I, 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 me, me, me. And next thing you know, all you have time to say is, I got to go. I've been there. I've been there. And I know sometimes people just want to get stuff off their chest. And I'm, I'm there for you. I'm all about that. I'm here for that. But if that's all you ever want to do each and every time you call me, it makes me reluctant to answer your calls. You're not calling me to actually speak to me. You're calling me to, you, you don't want a dialogue. You just want to be heard. That's it. When you don't allow somebody to speak back or dialogue with you, especially when you're calling them, telling them about all your problems, if you're not even allowing them to respond with some positivity or their thoughts or, or anything, all you're doing is verbally throwing up and wasting their time. And I'm being real. It's okay. Every once in a while, like maybe one day I might want to pick up the phone. It hasn't happened yet. And I might want to call uh, my friend Dion. And I might just want to say, girl, and go from one issue to another because I've got a headache and I need to release it. And she might think that's okay. And it might be okay because we've been friends since I was 20, right? So she's known me for three decades plus. And she knows that's not normal for me. And so she might give me a pass. She might give me a few passes. I might do it again the next day and the next day, but she might understand I just need to release that. I'm not looking for guidance. I just need to release things that are on my heart. And she's going to give me a pass. We've been friends for too long. But let's just say, starting today, I do that and I call Dion. And she says, hey, girl, how you doing? And I just, for the next 20 minutes, blow up her ear with negativity. And then I got to go. And then I call her back the next time. And that's all I do. And then I call her back the next time. And that's all I do. Dion's going to get to the point where she doesn't want to answer my calls anymore because they're all negative or they're all selfish. Don't even have to be negative. Just all about me. All about what's going on in my life, my kid's life, my husband's life, my work life. And I don't allow her to be a mutual friend and tell me what's going on in her life, her kid's life, her work life, her husband's life. And I start monopolizing all our conversations like that. She has the right to remain silent, but she also has the right to stop accepting those phone calls. That's where I am in my life. There are some people who call and all they want to do is hold the phone. And I don't get to say anything. I'm just holding the phone, listening and listening and listening. And then I got to go. Or how about the person who calls you and you do give them guidance. They're, they're in a negative space and you call them and you give them guidance, but they want to rebut everything you say. They want to rebut, don't make it a back and forth. It's a back and forth, back and forth about their issue. 
you express yourself. And if they don't accept it or if they do accept it, you've spoken your peace. You can remain silent. It is not a debate. You're not going to get a prize at the end of your back and forth. All that means is they call for your advice, but your advice isn't the advice they expected you to give. So they are rebuking it. (laughs) And what they're going to do is hang up and call the next person and tell them all the same things and hope they give different advice than you. You ever know somebody who just calls person after person after person, telling them their issue, and they keep calling until somebody jumps on their bandwagon? That's not somebody looking for real guidance. They're looking for a attaboy or, yeah, I'm with you on that. That's all they want to hear. So you have the right to remain silent when you know that that's what that person is on, if you answer the calls or if you answer the door. I've known so many people like that in my life. I think that might be the reason I don't talk on the phone often. I honestly don't. I I make myself call my mom every week. Me and my kids text every single day. That's text messaging, and they're my kids. If they wanted to call me every day, I'm going to answer every day. And if I wanted to call them every day, they're going to answer. They might roll their eyes. Why she call every day? But they're going to answer. But I like to have a dialogue. I like for my time to be invested wisely. All of it. All of it. Because what happens is sometimes people call you and you're just holding the phone and it brings you down. It puts your mind and your thoughts in a negative area. And you don't want that. You don't want that. You don't want people calling and stealing your time and joy. And you're just remaining silent. And it is okay. If this is a true friend, somebody really calling that trusts you with your opinion, you have the right to say, listen, listen, Sonia. Every time you call, all you do is say the same things over and over and over. And I've given you my advice once before and you didn't take it, which is fine. But can you please talk about something else or can we have a dialogue? Can can we both talk? Unless Sonia is on some foolishness, she's going to understand that she might not even realize she's been doing that. But sometimes we get so frustrated with somebody else. We don't tell them how we feel. We don't tell them how we feel. And nobody has the right to discount how you feel. It's not how you think, what you think they think, what you think other people should think. But it's how you feel. And your feelings are always valid. Even if your feeling really doesn't match their um what they were releasing to you. You know how somebody says something to you and you might take it wrong or you say something to somebody and they just took it wrong and it hurts their feelings, but that is absolutely not what you meant. And they tell you how they feel. It's okay to say, I apologize that I made you feel that way. Don't start, no, 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 that's not even how it was. Let them express themselves about how they feel. And don't discount it. Remain quiet while they speak. And when they're done, it's okay to apologize, even if that's not, they totally misunderstood everything. 
it's still okay to say, I, I apologize. I'm sorry you feel that way. I surely didn't mean to make you feel that way. And then you can tell them, yeah, but what I meant was, yeah, I, I think maybe I said it wrong or you took it wrong. So once again, I apologize. But what I was saying was, and then maybe express it in a totally different way that they'll understand. But don't discount somebody else's feelings. And as a same token, when somebody calls you and they're just vomiting on you all the time, they cannot dismiss your feelings of how you feel about them utilizing the airwaves for 30, 40, 50, 60, one hour, two hours, three hours. Especially when it's the same things they said over and over and over again. It makes you want to run away. But instead of running away, express yourself. Right? But until then, you have the right to remain silent. You have the right to hold your your tongue. Bridle your tongue. That That's in the Bible. Bridle your tongue. Don't waste energy on undeserving communication, on undeserving people. Smile. I even heard this in my, my prayer uh, conference. I remember I used to, like I said, I've never been the type to argue or go back and forth or even when somebody's yelling, but I used to think, all right, when they finish, <laughs> if they come closer, you know, it's on and popping. And I used to wait for those moments, but now I can smile and keep it moving. You can't move me with your ignorance or your negativity or your joy-stealing antics. You can't move me. You can't. So I just stress to you all to pick and choose. When you have somebody who doesn't really care about what you're going through or your mind or your thoughts or your feelings or your day, and they just want to talk, talk, talk about themselves, you have the right to either A, listen, remain silent, put them on speaker while you're doing everything else, just let them talk. I've actually done that. I, I was telling my friend Paula, I had a phone call one time and for 17 minutes straight, I said not a single word. And then when I did speak, I spoke for less than 20 seconds and the person started speaking again for the next 14 minutes and then I said I had to go because I, I had um, a meeting I had a meeting and I had arrived at my meeting place and I said so I've got to go and they said okay but and they spoke another five minutes after I made it clear that I had to go so I interrupted after five minutes and said I really gotta go that was a person who was not concerned at all about what I had going on, what I thought, or how I felt. And they do that often. So now I pick and choose when I want to answer those calls. Because I always feel like if it's important, if it's important, God will let me know. He'll tap me on my shoulder and say, go ahead and take that call. But pick and choose. You don't have to. And don't, don't, don't. My last thought, you guys. 
Don't let somebody do that and then you talk about them to other people. Always give somebody the right to be the first person to know how you feel if it's about them. Nothing is worse than finding out through the grapevine how somebody else feels about you. That you care about or that you speak to or that has uh, access to speak directly to you. But they felt more comfortable talking about you than to you. That is the worst feeling. I've been there. Even as an adult, I can't understand how somebody in their 50s and 60s acts like that. But I've said it before, age has no maturity. You can be 17 and be more mature than that 60-year-old person sitting across from you. Maturity has no age. No age. Remember that always. But also remember, you have the right. (laughs) It's your girl, Sonya McQueen. I really hope this helps somebody today because after a while I was like, why am I speaking on this? Oh yeah, because when I was out for my run this morning, it hit me hard to come back and speak about this. All right, have a beautiful day on purpose and be purposeful with your love and your attention to other people.